Hi, everybody. This is Pam and Sunny at the Paper Outpost Podcast. We are hanging out with you in the park today. We are in the truck, sitting here under a nice shady tree, uh, and uh, we're just having a grand old time. And we thought it would be a lot of fun to talk about using um, your old tools in new ways. And I was kind of thinking about this, like, you know... It's. Po- I'm just going to put this out there that it might be possible that you've collected a few little crafty tools along the way. And if you're like me, you love to hang on to those tools because you just never know when you might need one or, or be able to use one. And you might also be of the cloth that when you come across one, let's say in a thrift store or a garage sale or a yard sale or a flea market or wherever you happen to come across, you might just pick up a few more, whether you need them or not, because you never know, you know? And um, so I thought, wouldn't it be fun to kind of um, noodle scratch our brains a little bit about how we can use some old tools in new different ways? And uh, um, I was thinking about, uh, okay, I've got some ideas for my Sizzix Big, Big Shot. It's an embosser slash um, die cutting machine. It's an old hand crank machine. Um, super little item, very reliable, no electricity, generally works great 99% of the time, unless it's user error. And that would be me. Um, uh, the only drawback to it is that it's big and clunky and it takes up a lot of room. So if, you know, uh, room is an issue, then we're going to think of other ways around that. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking it's an awesome tool, but I think when I really think deep and dark about it, I've only scratched the surface with what we can truly do with that machine. So I'm going to put that in the percolation noodle um, pot and come up with some different ways we can use that. Now, there are ways around that if you don't have a um, die cutting or an embossing machine. Um, For the embossing part, I have heard there is success with a rolling pin and embossing folders with a little water spritz. And we're going to try that on a video just to confirm, but I'm feeling good about it. I'm, I'm, I'm like 98% sure it's really going to work. And it's probably going to solve a lot of our woes. Maybe we don't have to press so hard with the rolling pin because I did try the rolling pin, but I got like 50, 50 results, but I think that water trick, that's going to be the ticket. That's going to be it right there. And it's such a simple fix, isn't it? But before I go all hog wild on promoting that that actually works. I'll do it. I'll do it on a video and we'll watch it and uh, we'll see if it works. Um, Sunshine, do you have anything to say? Oh yes, mom. I have so many things to say because I have, I have been very busy lately. I've been sitting on dad's lap upstairs because he has a little treat bowl beside him and you don't really. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really? Yes, yes, it's, um... 
You see, I uh, apparently I work for Dad too, and uh, but he pays me in little treats. Really? And and did you negotiate this all yourself? I gave him the cutie look, and it worked. Oh, is that what is that how it happened? Yep, that's all I did. It was just one little blue steel white fur look, and I had him. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so you're saying that I don't give you enough treats? Well. There's never enough treats. Okay, so um, are we talking about the all the milk bones and the toothbrushing treats that I give you? And sometimes the sweet potato <clears throat> and the dried apples and the red peppers? Um, yeah. And the sweet peas? Yeah. And the dried chicken? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make, be clear who is... Uh, Who's not giving you treats here? All right. Fair enough, Mom. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> well, anyway, back to old tools used in a different way. Um, <laughs> do you have anything to add to that? Not really. Okay, well, I'll just take it from here. Okay. All right, you just settle down. And he's just looking out the window. And... Um, so yeah, I'm thinking, okay, I'm mentally in my mind, I'm traversing my craft room, I'm traveling through my drawers, and I'm seeing what I can find in my head. Maybe you can come on this little journey with me. Your tra- craft area, craft box, craft lap, craft TV area, craft room, craft space, craft bedroom, wherever it may be, craft RV, um, you know, craft easy recliner chair, you name it. But maybe you got a few things squirreled away. You know what I think are very unsung heroes? Those little decorative edge Fiskar style scissors. You know, not the fancy expensive ones. I'm talking about the El Cheapo ones. You can usually buy in a 10 pack um, or you find them at the thrift stores for next to nothing. Um, I think there's a lot of possibilities there. I think... I think we need to play with those a little bit more because we all played with them like crazy for a while and then we dropped them and put them down and uh, I went through my drawer of uh, decorative edge scissors which are different from my pinking edge and my scalloped edge fancy foo-foo Fiskar scissors that apparently oh no can't do that right now okay um, <laughs> uh, apparently are my like they're supposed to be only used on fabric but I I use them for fabric and paper I mean hey I'm a paper crafter for gosh sakes I'm gonna be grabbing with what's close and what I got at the hand and at the ready but I do have a nice little drawer filled with those other decorative edge scissors and what I did was I I had collected too many so I I weaned down um, I think I did this on a uh, uh, like cleaning up my craft supplies video a year or two ago and getting my scissor and cutting drawer organized you know and when I think about how many different areas of cutting that I have really there should be one place to cut that would be very efficient you know if you had all your scissors all your craft knives all your cutting boards all that stuff in one area so you know if you have to cut you just go to that place and everything is there That doesn't exist in my craft room. That will, maybe one day, I can put that up on my my little uh, uh, vision board as a uh, goal or a dream for the future that Pam will one day organize her craft room so it is perfectly functional and everything has a home and it lives there. Um, What I have learned 
is that uh, my attempts at organizing, they, it, it seems so logical. It seems so efficient at the moment. But then when I look at it um, a year later to see what, what has gone on in that drawer, it's, it's like a little, little, you know, craft avalanche, craft bomb, craft explosion happened in that drawer. Um, so to me, it's telling me that my system is not as efficient as I had hoped. So I'm, I'm uh, forever relearning how to uh, organize my craft room. So I'm open to any ideas. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, those little decorative edge scissors. I think we got to have a good old play with those and see what else we can do with those because I think there's things. You know, I'm just feeling like we could make really cool page trims or... Um, envelope edges, um, you know, other than the standard, you know what I mean? Let's, let's like break away from the standard stuff and, and let's see if we can make some fun, different things. Okay. So we'll put that in the cooker. I'd love to hear if you have any ideas, feel free to uh, shout them out. I can hear them. What, what's that Sally? Oh, that's a very good idea. Yes. I like that idea. Sally said we could make bows and ribbons out of them. Oh, I like that idea. Um, how about a little bow ribbon journal card toppers? Yeah, those would be fun out of uh, the little decorative edge scissors. And hey, could we not blast through some scraps with those decorative edge scissors? Why don't we just sit down one day and blast through some scraps with decorative edge scissors and nothing else? Like pretend we have a clean craft desk so there's no distraction. It's okay to have music on and snacks nearby if needed. But the rest of it, no, we're not like grabbing for the stickers or the stickles or um, post. No, none of that. No, we are just playing with the decorative scissors and our scraps. Oh, I like that idea. Okay, so truth be told, yesterday um, I had a very fun crafting session. I just felt like I really wanted to sit down and be with the papers. You know, you know how that is. Just some quiet time. Yeah, without me yapping. I didn't even want to hear my voice yapping. I just wanted to be with the papers and just find my way through them and see whatever happens. Let it come to happen. And I had a pile of scraps on my desk and I said, no, no, Pam, you are not dumping these scraps in your scrap pile. You are going to use them. And I'm trying to encourage myself more to use up my scraps instead of always sticking them easily into the scrap um, uh, volcano area, which is like giant. So I, I don't want to keep adding to that. I want to use up and I was low on clusters. So I just blasted through and made a bunch of clusters with what I have. And I want to show you this idea because there's, um, um, a million and one ways to make clusters. And I've had people say this to me. Um, you always tell us, Pam, just don't think, just make the cluster, make a, grab a bunch of pieces of paper, excuse me, and staple them together and move forward. Don't think about it. And they say, mine look great and theirs look awful. And, you know, I was thinking about how I do it when I do it. Is there anything I'm doing that's different than what somebody else may be doing other than the fact they might have different, you know, paper supplies? And I'm thinking, yeah, there are a couple techniques that I use while I'm making a cluster. And I'm going to try and explain it here, but I will, I will show it on the video. They're very simple. It's nothing. Uh, no rocket science. As you know, everything is super easy here. So the one technique is simply, I would call it the clock design. So if you start with two pieces of paper and you cross them in the middle, like you make a cross, and then you keep uh, placing little strips of paper as if they're rotating around a clock. So it almost looks like a clock face where you have a lot of like, um, you keep 
I, I have to show you. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> but basically, you keep crossing the papers so that they, they all meet in the middle, but they're f like spread around like a clock face, and you staple in the middle. Don't think about it too much. Um, I would say, I would recommend. I would recommend or suggest that contrast is your friend. If you can remember contrast, if you can't remember anything else, it doesn't matter if you're lining your papers up in a rotating form or you're lining them up like side by side, that's okay. But if you have contrasting um, shades, uh, then I think it might look, uh, you, it, it can look more dramatic. That's the best word to say. Now there's nothing wrong and it's abs you're absolutely welcome to have them all the same color, all the same texture. That's a look too. That's a different aesthetic. That's a different feel, a neutral, a cream palette, a beige palette, um, um, you know, vanilla, that type of thing. That is really neat. So don't get me wrong. Um, and you can also spend time inking your edges, which instantly gives you contrast, even if you have your papers are all the same color. What's the matter, Bun Bun? Did you see a squirrel? And you wanna you wanna go for a walk, don't you? Oh, oh boy. Let me look in your eyes. How full, how full is the tank? It's pretty full. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we might have to go for a walk together. All right. So um, let's just say that the other uh, little technique is the fan technique. That's right. So you just sort of fan your little papers, um, a, you know, a, like as if you're creating a fan. It looks like a fan, like they're together at the bottom, but they spread out at the top. And that's an easy way to get a cute look. And then if you put a little focal point something at the base where the fan... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And is, it connects like at the, uh, um, the bottom part. It's just adorable. It's an adorable look. Um, so that's a, that's a fun way to, uh, uh, to make some uh, little different things with stuff that we normally do. Okay, a cluster is not technically a tool. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, let's think outside the box. Let's take what's... Let me get a poop bag. Hang on. Um, let's take what we consider normal or things that we do a traditional way and, and mess it up a bit. Let's, let's try and create something different. Sometimes you don't always have to run out and buy new things. You just need to use what you have differently. Okay, so we are prepared. We have a poop bag. Do you have to call it a poop bag on, on the recording bomb, really? Okay, sorry, sorry. The, um, the, uh, what are we going to call it? <laughs> I know, the special bag. Okay, fine, it's a special bag. Okay, I'm turning off the car. Okay, probably better forget something here. Got my keys, that's important. All right, oh, and I, I brought you water too. Okay, here we go mother's got too much in her hand. All right, we're outside now. We're talking to the phone. And we'll just pretend we're talking to Aunt Sally. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now we're at the park. Let's see what happens. Uh, could be some excitement going on here. Oh, yeah. We have a little little action going on. So, um, oh, yeah. Dog alert. Dog alert. So, let's um, also think about what else we have in the craft room. Okay, so I, I'm touring my craft room in my mind's eye. And, OK, 
Okay, how about something basic like rulers? There's a lot of things we can do with rulers. Um, you may have heard of the old trick. If you don't have a fancy tearing ruler, you can take one of those old plastic rulers and take some pliers and just take some bites out of the side of it. And you can almost create, well, you can create your own natural tearing ruler. And, uh, you know, maybe your kids have one or the grandkids have one or you have one squirreled away somewhere. We don't use all rulers at all times, right? Right? Um, so that's a nice way to get a decorative deckle edge. If you haven't done that before, maybe we can try that. Um, let's see, cruising around. Now, I want, I was, I, my brayer is running through my mind. There's probably a lot of things you can do with a brayer. And uh, actually, yeah, I saw somebody use a brayer in an interesting way this morning. Um, and I want to see if I can do that too. It's pretty cool. Um, and they were working with fun foam and an embossing folder and a brayer. And I thought it was really cool. I'll see if I can find the woman's um, video so we can, uh, we can reference it. But it was really pretty cool. And also, wait, 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 did I lock the truck? And okay, and what else, what else? So I would say that, um, hmm, okay. There's a lot of things, you know. Oh, let's go. Let's go away. He's coughing. Yeah, no, go go away from that guy. Okay, fun fun. Um, all right, you go ahead and do your business, baby boy. Oh, squirrel alert! Squirrel alert! Okay, so um, yeah, I'm thinking the. You know what is an unsung hero in the craft room? The circular paper punch. The thing that we used to punch. Um, paper so we could put it in our binders when we went to school remember we had that single paper punch thing it was very small maybe like a quarter of an inch circle it would make yeah there, there has to be more oh I, like Sonny's ripping off my arm to get to these squirrels okay you go get them honey he can't catch them he's not that fast um <laughs> all right uh, I'm with you I'm with you we're going between the trees that's great and uh yeah so there's a lot of things that we can do I mean um, I think that um, it gives you this feeling of abundance, like there's still a lot of possibility. When you think you've wrung it all out and there's nothing left, I want to encourage you to remember that there's always a little bit more we can do with what we have. And um, I'm thinking also, along with the tools, there's different things we can do with the different types of paper that we have. And I think that's worth a big explore. So I just wanted to kind of scratch your noodle and see what you were thinking today. and. Um, uh, get you in the process of, you know, thinking about different ways to use stuff you have. Now, I can't always be there with you. I know there are going to be times where I'm not there with you. And I know sometimes it feels like she's always talking. She's always talking. She's always yapping. She's either on the podcast or she's on her videos uh, yapping away. But there are times you're going to have some down, quiet times where it's just going to be you and your papers. And I want you to have faith and know that you're going to be okay and you're going to make it on your own <laughs> because you're full of creativity and ingenuity and imagination and innovation. And all you need to do is look at things with a different little perspective. And uh, is it windy? I hope that's not picking up at the phone. Um, okay, we're going to go check this tree now. Okay, so um, what big news around the house? Oh, yes. Big news around the house is uh, my coffee machine broke. And I'm very excited because the coffee company has decided to um, fix it. So I had to take it to UPS this morning and they packaged it all up and they shipped it back. So 
very excited because I missed my coffee. And I have I have loaner coffee. My husband, he uses a different machine. He has one up by his office upstairs. He actually drinks a lot more coffee than me. I'm, I'm one cup a day. But he, uh, I really, I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, okay? I'm just a Dunkin' girl. And he likes something else. I don't know what, oh, yeah, he likes Starbucks or something like that. But um, I don't like that. It tastes like dirt to me. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm really excited to get my machine back. I'm so excited. And uh, so that's what I did this morning. And, um, oh no, actually I got up really early this morning and I got up about 5.30 to, um, and I sat down to make some prototypes for the new DigiKids that are coming out. And that's always fun because I get to play with them. And I, I came up with, I think two really, I just did two. And I came up with, I think two really fun ideas. Um, so I re- I'm excited to show them to you. And there'll be a video coming out on uh, different things you can do with the uh, DigiKids. And um, then I, uh, all of a sudden, had the urge to press some leaves and some flowers. We had some that were uh, just about dying. And I thought it was a good time to put them in the old microfleur, this uh, two-plate system where you basically um, microwave them for about a minute or so. And they come out all dried, beautiful colors, and they last for so much longer. Uh, it's really kind of a cool little device. So I did some of that this morning, and then Sunny and I are off to the park. Yes. So that was our day, and I can't wait to get back to my papers. Right, Sunny? Have you can please complete your business? We have no business that has been completed yet. I have the business bag, son. I have the business bag. All right, so we will go forth hoping business is completed. I hope you're having fun out there. Uh, enjoy your papery experiences, and we will talk to you next time. And hey, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, make sure you do because you get a free digital image emailed to you every month along with a note from the bookmaker, which explains what the junk journal is, checklist of supplies, um, updates from me, junk journal tips, page um, blank page ideas list for your junk journals, and so much more. So uh, take care, everyone. Have a fun day. Remember, most of all, fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. Take care. Bye-bye.